This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 731, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, November the 27th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 731. It's a quick episode, just uh, recapping some of the books that came out on the 27th of November. Um, I feel like I've been playing catch-up for like a year, trying to get the show back on this regular pace, where reviews episodes would come out Monday or Tuesday, the week following when they came out, and then I'd have a non-reviews episode on Fridays, and it just feels like I've been... uh, Trying, chasing myself, trying to make it happen, and it just has not happened thus far. And uh, I was almost, I was almost there, and then uh, this episode got delayed. So I do apologize uh, to, I guess, just myself. I'm probably the only one who actually cares. Um, some of the books that came out November the 27th uh, that I will not be talking about today include new issues of Action Comics, Avengers, Batgirl, Batman, Creature of the Night, Batman Beyond, Batman vs. Brazil, Ghoul, Black Panther, Conan 2099, Detective Comics, Fallen Angels, Fantastic Four, Grand Design, Fantastic Four, Negative Zone, Freedom Fighters, Ghost Spider, Invisible. Woman, Ironheart, New Mutants, Punisher, Red Hood Outlaw, Scream, Curse of Carnage, Supergirl Annual Number 2, Tales from the Dark Multiverse, Infinite Crisis. Heard a lot of good things about this issue, actually. Just haven't had a chance to read it. Uh, the Flash 83, Terrifics 22, Valkyrie, Jane Foster, and Yondu. So what am I talking about? Well, that's a great question. I'm only talking about three books. Uh, first up is um, Star Wars Dr. Aphra. Uh, this book has been is such a weird book. I, I think it's been fairly consistent in and of itself, but it's just a weird book in general. Um, sometimes I've liked the art, sometimes I haven't. Sometimes I like the story, sometimes I don't. It's part of the, the, the overall Destination Hoth that's going on right now. Uh, this particular issue is called A Rogue's End Part 3. Uh, it's by Simon Spurrier with artwork by Casper Wingard and Lou Loveridge on uh, colors with the virtual calligraphies, Joe Carabagna on letters, and Ashley Witter as the cover artist. Um, so this, I mean... I feel like we're definitely building to something because I, I think this book is ending. I could be wrong, but you have Tolvan and you have um, Doctor Afra having you know come, coming together and having a, a reunion of sorts, uh, but it never goes well. And uh, Afra always has the upper hand, takes off. Um, she's is able to save her father. She's you know she's figuring out where the rebels are going. Uh, she's getting she's communicating with um, uh, her. Her favorite, uh, you know, destructive um, sidekicks, both of them, uh, across time and space, or really just space, to communicate with Vader. Um, and this is all setting uh, summing up. So, uh, actually, uh, looking at the next issue, it says the epic final issue of Doctor Afra, a rogue's end and destination Hoth conclude. Um, so it's we're really building to a big climax. Um, I liked it. It was good. Um, it's, you know, it, it's it's. I give it a seven. It's a it's a seven out of ten kind of book generally, but it has been enjoyable and it definitely has its ups and downs. But uh, this was a, this was a decent issue. Uh, next up, we have Venom number twenty by Donny Cates and Ivan Coelho and Zig Carlos on art, with Rain Barreto doing the color art and virtual calligraphies, Clayton Cowles doing the letters, with Kyle Hotz and Dan Brown being the cover artists. Um, my problem with this issue is that it's mainly just a, an issue about the maker. It's not really about Venom. And, I mean, it's a lot of recap, a lot of the maker talking to someone off-panel. Um, I, I feel like, you know, this issue is fine. It's, I mean, you have Venom in here. You do have Eddie Brock here. You're not revealing the secrets about what's going on with Dylan. 
Um, so it's interesting kind of development with them kind of picking up exactly from where they left off in the absolute carnage, whatever the final issue was. Uh, but then really most of this is about the maker and he's got the symbiote from his own universe and he's going to try and fix it, uh, figure out what's going on. We find out that he's communicating with a council of reeds, which I mean, in theory is, are we not on that council or, you know, I don't know what the status quo of the council was in the uh, post secret wars universe. It's interesting. I liked it. I like how they're setting the maker up, but it just felt like, is that really what, what Venom's about or what this book has been about? So I, I was just, I just found myself a little frustrated at times because like, I, I think the Venom parts are great. The art throughout the issue is very good. Um, and I like the parts of the maker. I just was kind of unclear on whether or not this was really the place for that because like, in, and I guess, you know, if the maker's going to be this other threat that's going on in this book then I guess it makes sense to, you know, spend so much time on this. But it was just, I thought it was an interesting choice. Um, I thought it was well-written, and I definitely liked it. I just was not sure about where it's going. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. It was still good, but I just was curious. Uh, Next and last is uh, X-Force number 3. This is by, uh, let's see, this is by Benjamin Percy, uh, with our work by Joshua Cassara, color art by Dean White. Virtual calligraphy, Joe Carmagna on letters, and Tom Muller doing design with Dustin Weaver on cover art. Um, last issue was, I thought, very exciting, and this issue has a lot to live up to because it was so exciting. You had this, you know, this 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 group kind of showing up on X Force, sorry, on, on Kokoa, I should say, and killing Xavier. What does that mean? And so this issue picks directly off of that. I would say, in a lot of ways, even though this is technically an X Force book, it feels almost more X Men ish than the main X Men book, or at least more about, I don't know, it feels like its narrative is almost more important than what we've been getting in X-Men, where it's just kind of a little bit weirder and crazier and a little bit more low-key, whereas this felt bigger and more important, you know, trying to figure out a way to, you know, uh, how are they going to be able to resurrect uh, Xavier because of his connection with Cerebro? What does that mean about everyone, you know, being able to be brought back to life? But what if you don't have, you know, um, uh, what if you don't have Xavier to do it? Um, I saw online people were some people seem to complain about the interplay between Kid Omega or Quentin Quire and Wolverine is kind of be resetting their relationship to a more contentious one. Um, I had no problems with their relationship. I thought it was it felt just fine. Um, I thought the issue was great. I thought I really enjoyed the artwork. I think it reminds me of Jerome Pena when he was doing Uncanny X Force, uh, which is a favorable comparison. I hope um, I'm just really enjoying it. Casar's art is just really. It's strong. It's exciting. There's just so much. There's so much in the art. Like it's, it's one of the more exciting books I think going on. Its narrative again was also more exciting. It's more action packed. The last um, uh, page with the domino reveals kind of creepy and, and freaked out too. Um, I really like this. Um, I would actually give it like a hell. I think uh, I'm gonna give it a nine. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a nine. I really dug this. I thought it was such a great book. Um, so I definitely think that's worth reading. Uh, quickly looking forward to books that coming out well, that came out on December 4th because I'm recording this on the 8th. Books that came out on the 4th that I'll be talking about in our next reviews episode include new issues of Amazing Spider-Man, Annihilation Scourge, Fantastic Four, Annihilation Scourge, Nova, Batman Universe, Batman, Black Cat, Conan's Serpent War, uh, Deathstroke, Doctor Doom, Excalibur, Ghost Rider, Green Lantern, Black Stars, Inferior 5, Justice League, Lois Lane, Marauders, New Year's Evil, Old Man Quill, Savage Avengers, Star Wars Jedi, Fallen Order, Dark Temple, Star Wars Saga, uh, Superman Up in the Sky, number six of six, Magnificent Miss Marvel, The Web of Black Widow, Thor, The Worthy, which is one of the uh, 80th anniversary one-shots, and I'm really excited to read the uh, new Ron Friends and um, Tom DeFalco story about 
uh, Thunderstrike. And then we have Venom, 2099, Wonder Woman, Come Back to Me, and X-Men and Young Justice. So I'll be talking about uh, some of those books in our next reviews episode. Our next non-reviews episode um, will likely be another flashback episode. And then, uh, so that'll be, what, 732? Uh, 734 should be a Ron Friends episode. I'm really excited about it. Uh, I haven't interviewed him again yet, but it's been a couple of years. And I think I've had him on the show twice before. He's always a great person to have on. So many great stories. Such a great perspective and just so willing with uh, his time and his answers. And um, yeah, I'm really excited about having him back on the show. Anyways, thanks for uh, listening to this episode, this reviews episode. You can rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and you can also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks again, and we will catch you next time for another installment of Comic Shenanigans. Bye-bye.